It's Sports Arena Extreme Rewind, your weekly look into the world of extreme as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode one all the way to four of every pay-per-view special. And now ECW on TNN in between. You yourself, Paul, and I'm joined as always by Jay. What is happening, Jay? Well, unplug the phone line. Tell your, your mum and dad not to try and dial anyone because it's time for us to plug the modem in and, and listen to that beeps and boops as we reload and get ready for Cyber Slam 2000. Still trying to... Um, I still actually don't know how... The, I was none the wiser of how people could watch this, if they even could watch this. I think they could be in the, the, the ECW arena. I think that was pretty much the only way. I think it's the only way. Because I felt like the whole thing was pretty much shown. But... Um, yeah, it's, it's exciting. We're, we're in April 28th and 29th as we look at TNN episode 36 and Hardcore TV episode 366. There is so much going on this week. Some good, some bad, and some just all right. <laughs> but it covers everything. But, uh, Doesn't it just? It does. I mean, we need to... Uh, I think we've just got to dive straight in with this. Uh, ECW on TNN episode 36 April 28th Duke Bowser show kicks off with Taz's music coming now was this Taz coming back but being ECW Taz so obviously he was in the old ECW gear and I'm guessing he came out to the ECW music because they dubbed it yeah must have done mustn't he so I don't know if he just did a whole like if he's going back he's coming He's going back to sort of give the old everything because he's probably worried about if he came out to the Fed feed, he might get booed. Yeah, which is which is a I, I think a, a a good um a good decision. Yeah, I mean that's what it sort of um feels like. Um, He's on his way to the ring to face a dreamer. It pauses where we basically hear Heyman saying, the entire wrestling world has been turned upside down. Yeah. Yeah, entire world upside down. Um, we then kick off with Joe and Joey. They always throw in their normal TNN dig to kick it off. And they just basically try and pump up the crowd before the show. Why not? So there's something a little bit later on about um, ECW on TNN needing to take their money and give it to WWE. So I'm, assu- yeah. so I'm assuming that the, um, the, the, the announcement, the decision that, that Raw is coming to TNN um, has already been made at this point. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it's it that they're, they're they're just going for them now even more than before. You know, they I think what was it saying like um uh the network that still doesn't have indoor toilets or something. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really didn't really get it. To be fair, I just I just probably a very then relevant dig, but. 
20 years later in a country and everyone got that channel kind of struggled to get <laughs> but uh, I'm sure it felt good at the time uh, we get the normal intro the jury's in the ring he's getting mocked by Cyrus telling me telling he's had a hell of a two week run but it's time to hand over to um, Rhino um, he doesn't Rhino screams gets a little more a little more personal, a little more controversial in his remarks. And, um, and just drastically more racist. Slightly more, yeah. I'll say slightly more, yeah. Pretty much racist. Um, Tajiri says, fuck you. And then we have a match between Tajiri and Rhino for the TV title. There's an interesting thing in, in, in this where in between his, his racial slurs... Yeah. Um, that start off like racist and stereotypical and just end up racist and offensive um, as in trying to cause offence not not the, you know that racism and stereotypical isn't offensive in itself but actually going out of his way to try to cause offence um, yeah. uh, um, Cyrus um, uh you know, says you know. Don't, who do you think I am? I don't, don't you know who I am? I'm, I'm in the network. I'm, I'm Cyrus. I'm Don Callis. It was a very weird kind of like. I don't, I don't know why you're using your, your shoot name, brother. Well, as you know, if someone drops their shoot name, it's it's, it's legit. Yeah, yeah. We know, we know. Poor Jerome. <laughs> In the future, we find out on Dynamite with MGF. Don't worry about that for another 20 or Yeah, not MGF. Max Friedman. Yeah, so it's we'll, just a plane that wasn't. I was going to say we'll get there, but we won't. We'll have to watch a lot of wrestling to cover the next 20 years to get there. Um, yeah, so basically we do, the match kicks off to Jury versus Rhino for the TV title. Oh, it's, it's, it's kind of rough because like, I really enjoyed this match. I felt like um, as much as the sort of machine that the Rhino is, I thought Tajiri sort of gave a good shine for himself. And I kind of almost got a little bit annoyed with what they've sort of done with Tajiri because they popped him up with the Taz feud and dragged yeah. him back. I don't want to say dragged him down because he was amazing matches with Crazy, but back to the spot he was. And now he's sort of pumped into this and gets to have an amazing match with Rhino. And you just think, this... There's so much to this guy that you you could just offer him amazing feuds. So I know it sounds really strange because he's the TV champion, but you do kind of almost feel like at this point he's not getting held back, but he's just he's well. Not, yeah, so, I mean, uh, th- firstly, I'll I'll call out one thing that was on commentary here, just just because it kind of plays into a rant later. Um, uh, Joey Styles is very, very pleased that Tajiri stands up to the network because obviously the network wanted him just to, you know, do the honors, hand over the belt, and that's that's not how ECW belts are are treated. You know, they are they are fought and they are earned, and they are, you know, you you, you don't get them kind of like you know just given away like you do in some other federations. Um, so. 
yeah, we'll just keep that there for now. Um, I mean, you're right because I mean, your thing is, you know, even though he's the champion, he is, he is, he has been billed from the moment he got it. He was literally called out as a transitional champion. You know, his his job was to win the championship and then hand the title. You know, anoint the 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 chosen champion, and that's not even his job in regards to that's what they decided out the back. That's literally what we have been told. You know, the odds were yeah. stacked against. He's won it. He's only won it so that he can hand it over to Rhino. We got told that the night of the match where he won the championship. So you're right. As much as he is a champion, they've told us he's temporary and he's not championship material from the outset. So it is, you know, it, it does exactly go to your point of like, why, why not? He's, they, they, they can't quite work out whether he's face or heel. They, they're locked in this point of, he has really good matches with super crazy and, and, uh, Guido. So let's just keep having good matches with Super Crazy and Guido, which none of them actually benefit from. It's it's yeah. you know out and out parity booking. They're all at you know three hundred wins each. It doesn't matter. Um, and it is it's heat them up, slow them down, heat them up, slow them down. To be fair, exactly what they've done with Rhino. I mean they they they. Their booking of some of these, and and we we speculate every single time as to whether it's you know worries about contracts or who's around or blah blah blah. I mean, where would Rhino be now? Rhino is is hot as fuck in this at this moment in time. Where would he be now if he hadn't jobbed out to Taz straight away? Yeah, and it didn't repeatedly show it as well. That's the thing. It's not like it was just a. It happened. We move on. They then continued. They, they showed that match about three weeks in a row. Yeah. So that they were happy with it. It's not like they sat there and thought, "Oh, well, maybe we shouldn't have done that." He came out as the Taz killer and was literally just repeatedly showing him getting killed. So um, it, it's just kind of weird. Like I said, my mind, I like, can only think that Heyman at this point is just paranoid about everyone leaving him. Which is why I, people like Dreamy getting the bell and everything else. Uh, well, we'll we'll, we'll we'll get there. Um, I, but, do you know what I mean? I, it's just everything about it seems so like maybe I'm just overthinking it. I think he's just burnt out. I think there's too much on. I think that the financial stress of the situation, the network stress of the situation. I I think he's just with it. You know that it, it, it just. It feels like it's an afterthought. It feels like it's you know that, that he's lost the 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 mojo that he he'd had for so long, um, and 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 a lot of it's kind of rinse and repeat. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, the match itself, like I said, was really good. It was a strong shine for um, Tajirian. You know, him in the buzzsaw and everything else. Um, Carino tried to... Want to beat him. him. Yeah. Carino tried to get involved. Carino, Carino took a green and missed. This gave Rhino kind of time to fire back a, a comeback and kind of take advantage with Legend basically winning. 
And um, we then got a new TV champ, the big effing deal, Rhino. Um, I, I say this 100% knowing that I'm biased on it, but Carino, just MVP of this card again, um, as we'll get to in a little bit when we talk about him versus Dusty Rhodes from Hardcore TV. Um, but yeah, just just incredible with what he does. Um, yeah, um, you know, the odds just, just fall against him. And after some great spots, he, he gets caught. Yeah, which is, I mean, Rhino winning was the right decision. You know, I don't, I don't dispute that because it's literally like if he didn't win it here, then as a threat, he would be, you know, in the bin almost because he would just... Because you've already... Well, this thing, go over and just win the championship at the tournament. Why wasn't he the one that beat Super Crazy? You know, it, you, you, you run the risk every single time with Rhino of him being the, the nearly guy. So about time they booked him on the, put the belt on him about time they kind of, you know, made him start to realize some of the promise that he's been threatening. Um, just a shame that you had to kind of destroy Tajiri to get there. Um, and it's, you know, it, it, it's a great face turn for Tajiri, but yeah. as we know from all of this, that doesn't really make much of a difference. I mean, you know, the Dangerous Alliance were cutting a face promo last week. Well, yeah. They were sort of put in a weird situation. And um, CW was there as a face celebrating this week, but I guess we let that go. Yeah, makes no <laughs> sense. It makes no sense. Um, yeah, so we've got a new champion. Cyrus then cuts a promo. Said, um, nobody stands up to the network. And if you think you can, bring yourself down right now. This brings out an RVD running to the ring. Pretty much cleans house. After that, Cyrus then sort of tells RVD he's not getting a TV title match. It's going to be Rhino versus Sandman. And RVD's opponent is going to be the new effing show, Jerry Lynn. This brings out Jerry Lynn. Gets in the ring, basically tells Cyrus to leave. He then cuts a promo, raging at RVD, basically saying how they got injured pretty much the same time. And he hasn't been mentioned once. And um, when he beats him, he's not going to be the new fucking show. He'll become the whole fucking show. Uh, loved it. Um, loved it. I don't know why. I mean, I didn't like the glasses, but that's just picking. No, I, I, I still have an it's issue with the glasses, but that's, just, that's a different thing. It's just part of his um, But um, yeah, great comeback promo. And, and like, you know... In the world of sort of, you know, fake shooting, we're shooting kind of, in a because it is true. No one fucking mentioned him at all. Yeah. yeah. And he's quite right to have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I mean... A massively different situation. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, this is the guy who, who, who was the only one who stood up to RVD. You know, was going draws, was who could, you know, match up with. Um, yeah. Really, really good. I, I, I love the fact that he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder about it. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, great. So, we now learn the matches for the pay-per-view. Both two stellar solid matches, to be fair with you. So, all about that. 
Uh, we cut to the back. Simmons to Menaces talking to promo. Um, really strange, pointless, unneeded promo. This again. This stems back to what I was saying about thinking that he's slightly getting paranoid about everyone leaving. This was the one in the coffin, wasn't it? This one in the coffin where basically I've been quite cryptic. So this minister basically cuts a promo saying that WCW want him back. They want him and Mikey and um, they're not going there. And if Bishop wants to fight, he can fight him because they both live in the same place, hell, whatever it is. And Yeah, again, we're, it just, we're it, from the same neighbourhood. Hell. That's, the, that's it. So that, it's just... We didn't really need... Um, uh, I, I asked, needed, really. yeah, I asked because um, we're different. Um, yeah. <laughs> promo, um, which was confusing. Yeah, I mean, it, it felt like it finished more times than it needed to. Um, it felt like they'd managed to somehow get. <coughs> um, uh, casket and didn't really know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, why is he in the devil's not known for sleeping in a casket? It's, it's, is he also a vampire? Is, is that what the thing is? Was Ariel not the first, or, or Kevin Thorne not the first vampire on ECW? Yeah, it's just a it's a shit on WCW promo, uh, which is fine, but doesn't really do much for you overall. No, I mean, like I said, I just, I just, yeah, like I said, it's not like a oh, I hate it. It's just more of a I don't quite fully get why but it's fine uh, we get an advert for the rest of the show fair enough come back from the advert break or what would have been the advert break we get the minister again said ECW is hotter than hell sets the table on fire and Mikey sort of then jumps through the table which was quite funny yeah um, again it was just it was nothingness it was, it was just it was just weird kind of like almost sort of segments they just wanted them on the show and they sort of didn't give them a lot but they're there so we get that we then go to the ring where we're getting Steve Carino versus Dusty Rhodes in a rematch um, yeah I'm basically jumping straight to the end thanks to a cowbell elbow Carino picks up the W and gets his win back yeah um, another great match uh Carino just looks to be absorbing so much. Um, Jack Victory as well as as uh, Dusty Rhodes, yeah. But it's it's clicked. You know, whatever it was, it's it's clicked. He looks far more confident. Right, you know, a lot of what he's doing in the ring is just working. Um, just just. Incredible! His his expressions, his facial manners, his selling, um, his punches look incredible. 
um, which I know is a really weird thing to say, but you're in a match with Dusty Rhodes. You're in a, you know, a, a knockdown drag out match with Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, it's, it, it, it seems um, really good. No, really, really good. Like you said, it's just, it's just everything's clicking. It's a big win for him. A massive win. Easily the biggest win he's had. Um, and yeah, he's, he's massively heading in the right direction. It's, yeah, spot on. Um, Sandman comes out, kind of canes everyone, then gets scored through a table. And then Laurie Fulham gets scored through uh, Sandman through a table. So, was this after the? Because the cut on on hardcore TV makes it kind of look a bit weird. So, was this after the Rhino Tajiri match that Sandman came out and this happened? No, this was after the Steve Carino match, right? Because after, the, obviously, the Rhino so match. So Sam Man's... Well, this is the thing. So, it, it, yeah. So, I didn't know whether it kind of, like, stopped and started. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know if, basically, because then... I'm trying to think if Carino had, like, a bandage on during the TV title match. No, you just had blood. So, blood, so the, that TV title match might have been after, but um, it was. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm, I've just opened up and looked. So, yeah, so Carino versus Jack versus Dusty Rhodes was sixth on the card, and then the Rhino and Tajiri match was straight after. So, he, he'd not got in the back, he just kept going. Yeah, so that would happen, but that was it, was it was fine. So, a little bit of that within cut to Nova and Jazz versus Storm and Dawn Marie. Uh, Justin basically, oh, Justin, just incredible, sort of came in, hit Nova, caused him to sort of drop Storm on his neck. I guess was what they were sort of attempting to go for. Um, he then stayed and hit Jazz. Dawn Marie got the pin, so Dawn and Storm won, but uh, Lance Storm stayed down and was taken to the hospital. Brother. Um, we then get the end of Dreamer beating Taz for the world title. Dreamer cuts a promo saying thank you. Everyone comes out, hugs him, including C.W. Anderson. Um, Raven then comes out afterwards. Did Raven wrestle anyone on this? I don't believe so. Let me bring the card up again very quickly. Um No. Because Raven promised last week that he still the show. Make... <laughs> and his thing in the show was hugging Tommy Dreamer. But it was the end of the feud, and and no. they buried the hatchet. No, that's still in the show. Based on a hug, and oh, this is this is a, a a feud that's gone on for years. That's still in the show. Which. Tommy Dreamer has won by beating someone who wasn't Raven. But did it steal the show? <laughs> Regardless of everything that's about to happen, if that was the close... No. It's just outrageous, isn't it? When you really like, think that they'd make him cut a promo 
but stealing the show on a show we didn't even have a match for. But was he talking or was it someone else talking? Oh. Uh, but yeah, so he didn't steal the show. He did hug and it was beautiful. Just incredible. Got in the ring, um, took out Raven and then cut um, maybe the promo of his life. I don't know. I thought it was a really solid promo. Um, it, was a, it was a good jump up promo. It was definitely a good jump up promo. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it was the promo of his life, but it was a, definitely a very good promo. Well, I'm trying to think what promos he's done. Like, I mean, I mean some of the early minus. ones, some of the early ones with Sasuke and stuff were. Sasuke was good, but this was just really, he kind of threw down the belts, the tag team titles. Some of his yeah. ones with Shane Douglas as well. Yeah, Shane Douglas is good stuff. I like that. But, um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's up there. Up it's there. definitely up there. It's, it's up there as a basically like, oh, by the way, you've got to go out there, cut a promo and jump from tag team champion to world champ. It felt like he did it. It, it yeah. felt like, I mean, even the Lance Storm getting injured and getting taken away and, you know, you find out, I guess, later on that he had no idea what was going on while he was in hospital. Everything just, just leads into a fantastic fucking everything with this it was really good so basically he goes and he throws down the Tekken titles and saying they're not good enough anymore um, he wants the world title um, and yeah goes dreamer into a match they have a match and um, it leads to Francine making an impact and joining just incredible which was a great heel turn if not for the fact that Dream of DDT, just incredible, and could yes. have beat him if she kind of allowed it. So that's the, that's the only thing I just thought. What the fuck is she doing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, it, it's a back and forth match. Yeah. It looks like Credible's got it won, but Dreamer kicks out. Uh, Jason is heard shouting, "Plan B, Plan B, Plan B." At which point Francine gets in the ring, uh, you know, there's the DDT, as you said, you know, almost pins, and then Francine with the low blow. Uh, so it's like, oh, plan B. Really? Was 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 plan A and a half then her watching him get pinned? Because it was very, um, you know, it's, it, it's Dreamer with a DDT. It's not as if it was kind of like a, you know, he he tripped over the ropes and went for the cover or something. It wasn't like, you know, a, a whole kind of, oh, this is a straightforward thing. Um, so, yeah, it, I, I, I bumped into that quite hard as well in regards to, it, it, it's akin to, it's not the same, but it's akin to, you know, fight an entire tag team match, get beaten up, and then turn on your partner afterwards. Yeah. Rather than, like, you know, if you were going to do that, why didn't I mean, like the whole kind of like, you know, either beats up your partner or kind of, you know, doesn't tag in and walks away. Not kind of the frustration beat downs that we see. But it's kind of like, well, if you're going to do that, why why go through all of that first? Especially if like with, um, again, UCW did it really, really well with Taz and um, Bam Bat, where actually when you watch it, Triple threat never touched bam 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 never touched the triple threat. Yeah. So, you know, his first tag into the match and he he clocks Taz. Rather than the whole kind of, you know, 
when Lance Storm had done it and a few others of like, you know, being beaten up for 15 minutes and then turning. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, it, it turned out well and it was a shocking moment to end it and it was, it was the best. I mean, uh, I feel like just seeing Francine in the ring with just incredible, you, you suddenly felt her character just being completely kind of revitalised and, and- Back to her, her beautiful, sexy, sassy self as well. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it just it just felt like right. You just think right, cool. She's away from Raven now, and it looks like it's gotten straight away. You you've got just incredible there as a main eventer. Um, I mean, so to your point on just incredible, this was you know talked for a while about how he's felt they've felt as the impact players but he's felt like top of the card so him coming out and making this step up doesn't feel like a leap you know it feels like a progression um his his frustration when throwing down the belt echoes everything they've had as a storyline for the, the the recent bit about you know just the shocking level of competition that they saw as a tag team you know, there's no one. You know, we, we've we've cleaned out the division. There's no one. Why am I going to face, you know, Doring and Roadkill? There's there's no one. Um, yeah. So you know, all of that it felt so on brand for who he is, who he's been, what he's done. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, the only thing it doesn't do is explain why they were so desperate to get the battles back after they got them taken away. But you know, that's that's one of them and um is yeah from from a company standpoint if you want to do like any sort of like fantasy sort of booking things you you basically come out of this with world heavyweight title match against tommy dreamer world heavyweight title match against raven fuse so the dreamer because what happened yep raven because he's taken francine obviously throwing belts yeah, tag team belts being thrown down, so you've now got a few Reliance Storm as well. Yep. So you've got basically three main event world title feuds coming out of this, which is really good. And what I love, and again, we'll, we'll, we'll watch to see how they do it, but what I love for the first time since probably the franchise, people want to get their hands on, their, on the champion and they want to get their hands on the belt. Yeah rather than the champion having to go and try and find a fight. 100%. And if, if Dusty had beaten Carino earlier in the night, you could have technically set up a Dusty um, just incredible match. Yep. In a how he's got a couple of wins and he wants, wants one more stab at the big one kind of thing, which, which could have worked. They don't need it. But it could nope. have worked as a pay per view. Well, I mean, if you wanted to go that way, you've you've got RVD, you know, probably one match away from. Yeah, RVD could basically just yeah fucked off the TV title and gone straight after. Thing, but again, it's really weird that um, this wasn't the Rhino spot as well. And obviously, they're fixated on the TV title, but they really could have done this. I know he's not ready, 
but they, they could have just done it all as a rhino sport almost, couldn't they? Yeah. Because it's like the network are focused on getting the TV title, but don't actually care about the world title, which is bizarre. Because <laughs> um, if you'd, I don't know, you just feel like the network would be more annoyed about their world champion being from another company. And not actually being on their TV, their world title being on another TV show. But that's neither here nor there. We're past that now. We are. Um, <laughs> it could have been. Get over it. That's in the past. So that's the end of that. We then go to Hardcore TV the following night. Episode 366, 29th of April, 2000. We get a normal intro. And then we get Tanaka versus Scorpio. A match that I never knew I needed until now. We get a solid fuck you awesome chant from the crowds. I don't think Scorpio really knew what was going on. No, Tanaka looked fairly awkward from it, though. Well, yeah, because they're probably mates. Or I don't know, maybe not. Maybe. Well, they, they, they've been, you know, they've been in wars together. I think they've got, you know, our relationship, haven't they? Hmm. they uh, they've fought forever in FMW, so... I'm pretty much only one of the three people that Tanaka has faced in ECW. So. And beat him. Exactly, could beat him. Tanaka being a former heavyweight champion <coughs> for a week. It's true. Um, but yeah, really fun match. I mean, I do... It's kind of, I don't understand what they do with Scorpio if he's there all the time because they just sort of don't really get it. But when he comes in and has these like, quick matches, they're all blinders. I, mean, yeah. I loved his match with, obviously, RVDs. Still rave about his match against Awesome as one of my favourite um, Mike Awesome matches. Yeah, it's just a fun match. I and mean, Miss Hudson Tanaka won. It's the right decision because you'd imagine he's the guy sticking around out of all of them. And um, but yeah, good. We didn't get um, breaking news. No, yeah. 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 No, I, I've got nothing to add to it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was solid. Um, yeah. No, it was. It was a uh, hell of a match. Uh, breaking news, Karina beats Dusty. So obviously, we just spoke about that previously, but obviously, they're just bringing it back up because it is a big deal. So obviously, Steve Karina has beaten Dusty Rose, which is good. We're then told that we're going to get another match exclusive to Hardcore TV. Uh, little Greedo versus Cash versus Crazy. Uh ECW always delivers with like the freeway dances. I mean, they don't not deliver with them. But um, this is very much what we we're saying about certain people always sort of caught in the same sort of bit. And this this is a prime example of it, really. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a solid match. And if you're in the crowd, there's no way you wouldn't be into this match. It's outstanding. But, um, yeah. I mean, even if a cash had won, it just would have been fresh. But, um, but he doesn't. Little Guido doesn't. beats. Yeah, Guido wins and he moves on and says he might he, get a no. TV title match again in the future. He doesn't move on anywhere. No, they said he might get a this, TV this title. This is his lot. Until <laughs> the tag team titles come along, then it freshens up massively. Um, I say massively, they just. Similar matches, just with more people involved. 
We get the whole to Jury Network segment, which we discussed near the beginning of the show. And then we get the just incredible Tommy Dreamer angle, which we literally just spoke about. As Hardcore TV basically recaps very similar things. And why wouldn't they? It's somewhat a big week. And that brings us to the end of the show. It does. It does mean that there are two matches from um, Cyberslam that we haven't seen anything of. Um, We have not seen anything of the New Dangerous Alliance beating Doring and Roadkill. And we haven't seen anything of the Baldies losing to Balls Mahoney and New Jack. Jerome gets his revenge. I bet you think the feud's over, but it's not. <laughs> Never over. So we're, um, yeah, we're off into the countdown for Hardcore Heaven 2000. We are. Um, Mid your match of the week. I think you've actually got some outstanding candidates this week. I do. Um, It's kind of hard because you've almost got like semi builds, but it doesn't really sort of. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's so uh, Dreamer versus Taz wasn't really anything. Um, yeah. Super crazy kid Cash and Guido was a. They they do very good matches. That's what they do. Yeah. Uh, Tanaka and Two Cold Scorpio was was really fun for a nothing throwaway match yeah um carino versus dusty Rhodes was was incredible um and then rhino versus sajiri was was amazing dreamer versus credible was amazing for what it represented possibly more than what the match was um so I'm down to two, really. And whilst it may not have been the best technical match on the card, my heart still goes to Carino versus Dusty Rhodes. Oh, I mean, everyone knows I'm a sucker for Steve Carino, so I thought you were going to go to Jerry Rhino. I really do. I, I, I mean, it, it's like 51 49. Yeah, I get that. I think Carino is a match to me because obviously it's a solid match. And it, it's what it does for Carino as well. So, so yeah. big. It, it could, I mean, obviously, like, he, he's probably going to job next week to um, Chris Chetty or someone. But no, I just, yeah, for what it, what it could do for him, it felt like a massive, massive win. So, um, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, get involved with all the social media underscore sports through Instagram and Twitter is where you will see us um, retweeting things extreme. We tend to get involved. We like to get involved, but sometimes we're busy and we don't get involved. But our heart is always involved. If you've seen a, a past ECW show, share a memory, see a little gift, a clip, or made a custom figure, bought a figure, wherever it may be, tag us. We'd love to see it all. It's true. And um, I don't need to worry about using this anymore because Mr. Pay-Per-View himself, Rob Van Dam, is back. And therefore, just like... That was the whole fucking show. Yeah. 